One, two, three. Welcome to Three Song Stories, the show that explores biography through music and the stories that our guests are taken back to when they hear that music. Thanks for listening. I'm Richard Chinqui. My guest today is Sabrina Salovitz. Sabrina is the editor-in-chief for Eagle News, that's FGCU student journalism production, and one of WGCU's Democracy Watch fellows. She and two other senior journalism students cover news local to Southwest Florida with a focus on government. She's also been a next-generation radio reporter for NPR. Sabrina plans to graduate this semester and will be working on her master's in journalism at NYU in the fall. But first, she sat down with us to talk about the three songs that take her back to moments in her life. So here's the show. Hey there, Sabrina. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm all right. (laughs) All right. Well, I can't believe that I'm sitting across from the... Uh, Sabrina Salovitz from Pirate TV. Oh my God! How did you hear you about are, that? You were really slumming it <laughs> on our podcast. Um, tell people what Pirate TV is. Okay, so in high school, um, here's the backstory: it was uh, my first day of freshman year, and I got sent to the counselor's office because I didn't have um, an arts credit. So they sat me down. And they said, "Art is full. You can do uh, culinary or you can do TV production." And I was like, "I hate cooking." So I did. Cul- uh, I did uh, TV pro, um, and we made a show. It was called Pirate TV. Um, a great group of kids, really. I, and I'm still. I still hang out with some of them to this day. Um, and it was it was a little janky. <laughs> our our equipment fell apart often. Uh, it was dusty back there, but but it was a lot of fun. It's really preparing you for the journalism world. It's what I got think. me into it. Yeah. Oh, I meant the having to make do with what you. Oh, get, you know? absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, feel like that's an inefficient use of resources because they could have used one room and made you guys make culinary shows, and then you could have had both sets of students in one class. Absolutely just, true. Just thinking, The you thing know, is, the culinary kids, they set things on fire a lot, so I think they probably want that's to entertaining. <laughs> make sure if one class burns gotcha. it, Smart. You know? All right. there. I get you there. Um, all right. So how would you describe the musical background of your childhood? Okay. So um, my parents both like music. You know, they always tell stories about some of their first dates going to concerts. Um, I don't really like my parents' taste of music. Um, How so? Well, my mom likes um, like Elton John. Like very, she she loves to sing, and we always tell her she's terrible, and she she does not care. She loves singing. Um, it's kind of like jazzy stuff. Uh, and then my dad, we we always say he likes eighties um, wedding music. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Yacht Rocky stuff, maybe, or he likes like, um, oh, what is her name? His name? Here, wait, Lionel Richie. Oh, Lionel Richie. Okay, he yeah. loves Lionel Richie. And Lionel Richie's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Jared's coming out strong. Um, yeah, I I can understand where your dad's coming from on that. Yeah, not and, your... and Aloe Black was a big one. Okay, I, I like Aloe Black, but okay. um, definitely not your jam. Not as much. I, I sometimes it would feel like we are sitting in a wedding right now. Um, like he likes mm. very sappy romance songs, and it's like, Dan. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what's the what's the earliest memory you have of music growing up? Okay, so 
mind you, my memory isn't great. <laughs> so um, I can remember two things. One is um, sitting in the car, like driving around um, when I was little and we didn't have like Spotify or anything was, well, you know, yeah. back in the dark ages. Uh-huh. Um, so we would just listen to the radio and in between the like static and the ads, um, just a lot of like early 2000s pop, <laughs> um, Lady Gaga, that sort of thing. Um, and then also finally one day, uh, my sister I don't know when she got it, but she got a Taylor Swift CD. Uh, and I swear we listened to that thing. Like, it's ingrained in my brain. Hmm. So I, I definitely grew up oh, on wait. Taylor Swift. Uh, you have that thing where if you when you start to hear the end of one of the tracks, you hear the next one starting. Yep. And then so if you hear the, if you hear that song. It might be a little fuzzy now, but absolutely. Okay. Like, they're, they're, they're in there. They're in there. Because what happens later then is you hear one of them just on whatever, Spotify. And when it ends, you expect to hear the next song, even though it's obviously not coming. Um, can you remember the first time music moved you in a way that wasn't just like this song is nice, but like you felt a thing because of the song? I think I really got into music in like middle school. I mean, I think like everyone else, I was not the happiest middle schooler. It's part of the condition. (laughs) Yeah. That's just the human experience. Uh, And I would, I was like a reading addict. Like I just read constantly. So I would sit in my room with my pile of books, um, and I would listen to music, and I, I kind of started to figure out what I actually liked um, and just fell in love. I like alternative, um, so I just fell in love with, with the kind of music that I love today. What era alternative? Okay. Because 90s alternative is a kind of music. Yes, <laughs> but, definitely but modern later. alternative. Okay. Um, but, you know, I listen to some older songs. Oh, man. I'm cultured. Did you just call 90s? Alternative yes. Older well, songs. it was before that's, I was born. That's so. fair. No, it's you're not wrong. It's just, ouch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, do you need a minute to recover? It's I, no. Um, I figured this out a while back because uh, my daughter is nine, mm. and when I was nine, Beatles music was old to me because that was the '60s, and it occurs to me that to her, the '90s is the same distance as it was to me being this. Like when she hears Nirvana, that's the Beatles to me. That's weird. I don't like it, but it's what it is. Um. <laughs> Uh, what kind of books were you reading at that age? Everything I could get my hands on. Um, standouts? Like anything? Well, I love fantasy and sci-fi. Yeah. So I read, I remember the Aragon series. Of course. Um, which they're massive books. Like it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I was just uh, flew through them. Uh, you know, I loved, you know, Percy Jackson, all the classics, Harry Potter. Um, I read hundreds of books, like I think close to like 600. Um Maybe seven, six hundred, I think, is the number. Um, so they all start to blend together at a certain point. But um, have you cultivated like reading music now? Like, is there like a playlist or anything you go to? To oh, like just background. These days, I kind of read in silence more. Um, I think I used to have better brain power. I, I used to be able to to multitask, and now if I if I hear a noise, I'll be like, "What's going on?" <laughs> Got it. Um, any instruments being played in the house? Okay, that's that's a funny story. So, um, my sister joined band at one point. I'm I'm a twin. Um, so my twin sister Shanna, who she's uh, my heart living outside my body, love her to death. You know, we were best friends, still are, obviously. Um, I have to ask: Are you de- identical twins? No, it, okay, fraternal. fraternal. Okay. Um, if you want to see a picture, sure. Okay, yeah, that's so not you. <laughs> yeah, not at all. I'm five five. She's. God, five two, um, curly hair, tan. I'm pale yep. with straight hair. Uh, people used to think we were like cousins or really good mm-hmm. friends. 
Um, now when I tell people and then show them a picture, they're like, you look so much alike. Liars. Eh. Um, but she joined band, uh, I, and we all bullied her mercilessly for it, um, and she started playing the trumpet. Mm. I think it was the trumpet. And she would try to practice, and we, everyone in the house would yell at her, stop. That's a hard, when you're learning, kind of an instrument. <laughs> yeah. Um, so her band career did not last long. Oh. But that that was about it. Um, we all, just the, the three of you, or do you have other siblings? I have a little brother, mm-hmm. Danny. He's 15. Uh, actually, I think he just turned 16. Okay. Did he just turn 15? I'm a bad sister. <laughs> he, he's a little menace. Um, love him. And uh, my two parents. All right. And then you didn't play any instruments? I played the recorder in elementary school. Everybody played the recorder. In okay, well, school. it was the pinnacle of my musical Got career, it. so I had to share it. If you could, if you could, um, Matrix style, learn an instrument, right? Just like download mastery into your brain. What would you learn? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, probably like the classic, the guitar. Or oh, wait, I would want to play like the violin. Ooh, the, yes. Uh, in an orchestra. Got it. Okay. Oh, that's a totally different career path. Yeah, well, and I don't. I think it's a little too late to start now. I'm. I'm not very musically minded. Fair. Um, it's you know how some people can like understand music, mm. and and like it's like they talk about it like it's a language. Well, I don't know that language. I see. <laughs> okay. Um, a spectator sport for you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Got it. Um, now, what, was there a pl- a point with your parents' music? That you, or actually, let's stay with your siblings for a second. Um, so you are a twin and an older sister. Mm-hmm. Did you influence your brother's music? Do you think? Oh, a million percent. Oh, would you push on him? Uh, so <laughs> I was super into Matt Mason. He's an alternative artist. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, I actually his concert was one of my first. Um, was my first. Uh, and I, I would just play it all the time. And now my brother, he would be like, oh, my God, you have to listen to this about me. And uh-huh. it's like, bro, you you wouldn't know who he was if it was for me. <laughs> I was there before it was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Is that normal in his peer group? That like that, Is Matt Mason something that you think his friends listen to? or is... mm, I wouldn't say so. Oh, cool. He's mm-hmm. like not a very popular artist. Right. You've made, him, you've made your brother an outlier. Like <laughs> yeah. It. Um, is there anything reciprocal? Does he listen to anything that kind of is was new for you because he's younger than you? I wouldn't. Uh, you know how it is with little brothers. He'll be like, you have to listen to this song. Yeah. And I'll be like, I- I'm going to throw something at your head. Mm. Um, I- I've listened to some of his songs and been like, I- that could grow on me. Um, but for the most part, not that much. Okay. Nothing sticky yet. I think uh, my music taste rubbed off off on him on accident like I would just play it and he would be you know in the same house and and picked up on it uh and if he plays anything above like a low volume then um again I'll throw something at his head yeah (laughs) um do you remember the first music that you owned that was yours either like you bought it or you got it as a gift but it was like this is Sabrina's music so it's kind of stupid we had um like Apple I I got I had like an iPad when I was younger. Mm-hmm. When when I say younger, I mean like twelve. Um, I wasn't an iPad kid. I please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I um, see. So we downloaded this music, and mind you, it was my sister and I shared it. Um, so I don't know if it was all to my taste, but here I can show you. It's all. Yeah. It's it hasn't been updated since. Oh wow! Since I was twelve, because who uses Apple Music? It's like anymore? a weird time capsule. Yeah, can we? You want to scroll? Yeah, through? sure. So. Um, a Wall Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for you know, like so standouts, right? I see Bruno Mars. I see Carrie Underwood. Um, 
Coldplay. So a lot of it Sheeran. Yeah. Is it just, we, just I think a bar we bought, of orange we here. We bought the whole album because it was on sale. Ah, uh, but I also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the album cover. Uh, uh, I love that I see American Idiot here. Oh my God. My sister loved that song. She played it on like a loop for weeks. Well, that whole album is actually great. And I feel like it's underappreciated. <laughs> um, and Wake Me Up When September Ends is maybe one of the oh better songs. Oh my God. There, no. Yeah. That was probably one of like the first songs that we, me and my sister were like obsessed with were September Babies. So it. I it's like not about birthdays. But all, the but words we in were there. Just, like, it's we were September. just like, this song is probably about us. Uh, but no, we, we loved. And that was definitely like I had a bit of an emo stage, you know, like Mayday, uh, Mayday and then. Um, is it Mayday Parade? It's been so long. I think it's Mayday. Um, and just all those bits. Sure. Yeah. I, I, we were all in middle school at one point. Yeah. And you're just, you're so sure that you are the only person who understands like human suffering. They're writing, they're <laughs> writing those songs about you. Yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> um, well, I think that we should get to your first song. Okay. Um, what did you have for us here? Okay, so Enemy, this is the first concert I went to. I might have misled you a bit. It was a festival. So I went because Matt Mason was performing. And then there were all these other musicians. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, let me get to know their stuff. And I was like, I don't know. It could grow on me. And I went in person and um, Oliver Tree was performing. And he is like a magnetic performer. He's a very strange looking man uh, and a very weird show. Like he had a skateboard and giant pants. Um <laughs> And he, like, stripped and had, like, more clothes underneath, and it was, like, 90 degrees. Um, but I fell in love with his music, and then it was – that was our senior year. Um, I always say R because I'm a twin. I, I definitely sound like yeah. I have a split personality. It's built in, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's built in. Um, so towards the end of senior year, my sister, she joined the military, uh, the Navy. Uh, and it it had been a really tough year for us. Um we were not on speaking terms for a long time, which when I tell you she's my best friend, like it was it was a horrible year. It was like, you know, stupid high schooler drama um, and like sister drama. But um, we had been like had just a terrible relationship for a few months. And then I realized like she's gone for a long time. Like I'm not going to be able to see her. So I, like I was like, forget it. We're going to fix this. So those last few weeks, we, we spent a lot of time together. Um and one of the last few like moments that we had together was um, driving to our senior lock-in, um, and we we listened to this song and we just like sang it at each other. We knew the lyrics because we you know we'd just seen the concert, um, and yeah. And I just remember being like, "Oh my god, I'm losing her," but I I, I love this song. It always reminds me of that. All right, so um, you were at the. Fe- Do you remember what festival it was? It was just like alternative 20, like 2020, 2019. Where, God, where, where was this? It was in Clearwater. Florida, here in Florida. Florida, yeah. Um, and it was funny. Clearwater's the uh, Scientology. Yes. Oh, I've been so to So <laughs> we went there and you saw the Scientologist patrolling. patrolling. I got a horrible sunburn. Um, <laughs> but it was it was just an awesome time. All right. Well, this is Sabrina Salovitz's first song on today's episode of Three Song Stories. It's Enemy by Oliver Tree and Weathen off of the 2018 Alien Boy EP. So do you all make up? Absolutely. Yeah, of course we did. And um, what's she doing today? Is she She's still in the Navy. Still in yeah, Navy? she's stationed in San Diego. Um, I think she just sent me a video. She was on the way to work in her little uh, camo outfit. Um, she's, a, she's a nuke, um, which means she's 
just the smartest person you ever <laughs> met. Um, and yeah, I, I love her to bits. And what's your sister's name again? Shanna. Shanna. It's it's um Hebrew for Lily. Uh, it people it throws people because it, it's like Hannah with an S. But um, yeah, she's just. I always tell people, like, if you like me, you're going to like my sister more because mm-hmm. she's just a better version. Oh, how sweet. Um, was that, was um, was Oliver Tree and Weathen and that kind of music, because I, I listened to some of it uh, on the way in, um, was that popular in your friend group or was that something you guys, that you kind of found on your own? Um, we definitely found it on our own. Um, we did go with two friends to the concert, um, who also loved Oliver Tree, but, you know, we had kind of an eclectic friend group. I think the stuff they listened to was more, um, was just different, but yeah, yeah, it was definitely our thing. Okay. Um, you know, speaking of kind of music and friend groups, uh, when you were in high school still, um, what was the... What was the main mode, do you think, of music, like, around you? Oh, God. Well, so my school, I think a lot of people listen to rap, um, and I'm, I'm not big with rap. I, I know that's kind of, like, rap adjacent, but um, when people talk too fast, I get confused. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, or sing too fast. Um, I know rap was really big. And then, obviously, country. We're in Florida. Um, country was a big thing. Um, on I And pop. Pop is a big sure. one. So I, I didn't really listen to that stuff. Okay. Um, bit of a hipster. Oh, God. I mean, I mean, you're yes. a journalism student. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it happened on accident. But I think uh, middle school me would probably be proud because I'm so yeah. quirky and different. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, okay. So then let's find this out. Uh, if I say high school slow dance, what's the first song that pops into your head? Oh, God. I don't know if I did any high school slow dances. That was the answer I expected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Based on what you just said. But what song do you think? It would probably be an Ed Sheeran song. <laughs> that yeah, was that was the the times. But I did go to the dances. I, I, I remember I went to prom with a friend of mine. I'm still – he's still a good friend of mine. Um, and, you know, we danced together, but not not in the slow dance kind of way. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, well, my so – I have it written down right here. Do you like dancing in general? <laughs> so mm, – Not a big dancer. No. Yeah. No. Not really. Okay. What about your sister? Oh, she is. Yeah. She's got moves. A thousand percent. She took all the dance moves. She took him in the womb. I got it. Yeah. Um, What was the first time that you can remember a band or a musician um, really getting your attention? Like, oh, wow, I need to listen to more of that. Probably um, in middle school. Let me look up. It's Mm -hmm. Elephant something. I'm blanking. Elephant Gerald. Not quite. It's an Ella Fitzgerald joke. Right, Jared? I got it. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not. <laughs> That's why I have Jared over there, just so I know that I'm not crazy. Yeah. I I think you might be a little, but uh, probably. I'm glad that you have the support. <laughs> Cage the Elephant. Oh, Cage the Elephant. Love Cage the Elephant. Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar experience. Yeah, you hear him and it's just like, what is this? It's like, That's odd, but I like it. I want to hear more. They are on the short list, uh, my wife and I have, for if we see somebody touring basically on this coast, we'll go. Because it's, we really like them. They don't tour over here a ton. People. You gotta have a list. Yeah, who would you go see? Definitely, if you saw they were even even as far away as like uh, I'm not gonna go nuts, but like DC and North. Oh, Woods. go! I can't imagine going that far. I mean, obviously, grandson um, Oliver Tree, Matt Mason again. Still love that man. <laughs> um, 
I think those are the big ones that I would go for. Okay. Um, what did you want to do, you know, back in middle and high school? So I've always been a writer. Uh, my mom's an English teacher, so I think she kind mm. of passed it through her blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I guess I just always saw myself writing. I wasn't sure, like, what I would write. Um, in high school, before I really considered being a journalist, I was like, oh, I guess I'll be an English teacher like my mom. I don't really like kids, though. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got coffee in the microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a hindrance uh, to teaching, yeah. I think. Especially, uh, I, I don't think I could do teenagers like she does. Teachers teachers are another breed. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, journalism, you know, has obviously writing needs there. Um, the skill set applies. But do you ever write for fun? I, okay, this is embarrassing. I wrote poetry in middle school. Um, I never thought I'd be a poet, but it was just, you know my angst. Um, and I, I think I thought about like maybe writing a book or something, um, but I, I never really like loved creative writing the way I do love like writing stories, like journalism stories. Yeah. Um, I took, you know, all the AP English classes I could in high school and writing about literature. It just felt like I didn't love it. I didn't love it sure. in the way that I love writing about real people. And so uh, from that, you know, from that TV production class elective, you know, you were on course basically into journalism. I mean, did that really spark it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was I realized I loved standing in front of the camera and and going out and reporting stuff. Um, And so when it came time to apply for college, I was kind of I had no idea what I was going to do. I had always planned to like kind of be with my sister. That was my only goal. And she was gone. Mm-hmm. So there there went my plans. Um, and I I was so worried about, you know, breaking the bank. Um, so I applied for two schools. Applied for FGCU because um, a teacher told me I would like it. It was an hour from home. Um, and I was pretty sure I could get good aid. And I applied at FSW because it was in, in Charlotte County. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I could get good aid. And I didn't really want to go to FSW, so I went to I went to this school. <laughs> I went to FGCU <laughs> for journalism, um, and I was like not sure if I would love it. I was thinking about doing communications, um, and then I had you know my first class with Lynn Milner, mm-hmm. who is just the most wonderful teacher in the world. She's incredible. She's like our sixth guest on this show, Abs- and yeah. she's just so interesting. And I I was like, oh, I I love this, and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um... And so you're a senior this year. Yes. And we're going to talk about other news stuff, but just going forward, you're going to NYU. Yeah. I got accepted to NYU, New York University, yeah. for um, journalism uh, program, uh, grad school. Yeah. It's called Reporting the Nation in New York in Multimedia. I kind of had no idea what I was doing when I was applying for um, grad schools and no idea what I wanted. And I, my main two were UF and... NYU. <laughs> and I saw that I got into NYU and I was like, oh, God, what have I done? Because <laughs> now I have to figure out how to pay for this. Uh, and we we're still figuring that out. But um, I think when you have an awesome opportunity, you should always take it. So yeah. that's a very journalism outlook. <laughs> like, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> but there it is. Like, we're going to figure it out. Um, So in the interim, while you've been here, I hear you run a little operation called Eagle 
News. Yes, Eagle News. So it's our school magazine. We're a magazine now. We used to be a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the editor-in-chief. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Eagle Media has three branches, TV, radio, and print. I'm print. Um, so I get the magazine out, and I get the stories on the website. Um, I have some great editors and some great writers. It's a lot of stress and a lot of fun. And on top of that, you now are one of our reporters here at WGCU. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about the fellowship so that I don't have to walk the whole thing through. Yes. So it's a program that just started last semester was mm-hmm. the first class. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called Democracy Watch. Um, the first semester, there were seven of us. Uh, we report on local government in southwest Florida. Um print and radio pieces, uh, which was nerve-wracking, kind of our first (laughs) taste of radio. Um, And the top three students were selected for a fellowship this semester. Um, So there's three of us, and we still report on local government. Uh, My beat's kind of uh, Lee County, Port Charlotte. Um, And it's a lot of fun. It's also a lot of work. Um, And yeah, I've done some super interesting pieces. Uh, I, I really love the station here, getting work out. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, do you go in for any of like the, you know, TV fiction journalism shows or, you know, movie like any, oh, all the King's Men or, um... So I took a class that we had to watch all those movies. Um, so I've, I've watched a lot of them. I can tell you that, um, I find that they often romanticize people who I, I maybe wouldn't, Mm. um, you know, not... Just because you're a journalist doesn't mean you're a good person. <laughs> That's a good way to put that. We've, so, and also sometimes the the really fictional ones um, just get it all wrong. And I'm like, that's not good journalism. What are you doing? That's not ethical. Got it. Um, but they can be fun. Um, I'm not a huge movie person. So I tend to just halfway through be like, wow, I could I could be somewhere else. <laughs> um, but I, I have enjoyed watching them. Uh, I don't think I'd ever watch them again. <laughs> Got it. All right. Uh, let's hit your second song here. Okay. Um, I think we should play the song first. Okay, let's hear it. This is Body by Mother Mother on the 2008 album Oh My Heart. It's Sabrina Salovitz's second song on Three Song Stories. Pretty much most weekends, not all of them. Uh, my dad will come to my dorm, pick me up, and bring me home for the weekend. I get to, you know, hang out with my dog and eat <laughs> real food. Um, and I'll play my music on these rides, and I will play <laughs> music like this, and he'll always... Just quietly. This is wedding music, dad. Wedding music, dad. Yeah, he'll <laughs> so. just he'll just skip it. <laughs> oh, um, and he he says things to me like, "Oh, you listen to the weirdest stuff." Mind you, my my parents are both from Massachusetts, so yeah, I heard it just now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Wait, I have a quick question about this because I love accent stuff. Um, so you were able to very easily just now slip into that accent. That felt natural, but you grew up here. Well, I was born in Massachusetts. Yeah, but how old were you when uh, you were eight? So, oh yeah, okay. So it's in there. It's, it's in there. That's, that's buried. No, in there. I sometimes some people say like I say some things with an accent, Parmesan cheese. Um, there's there's parts of the accent people don't realize. Like um, we say our OOs like use so rum, brum. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's in there. <laughs> it's it's not strong, um, but but it's there. Okay, so uh, you drive home or you ride home with your dad yes. critiquing your music. Yes, and um, it's funny. I was trying to pick the right song for this because uh, it's such a specific thing. And it just it kind of reminds me how my parents like accept me for everything that I am. Um, but sometimes they're like, I would like that part to not be as loud. <laughs> 
Um, uh, what's your dad do, by the way? He's um retired. Okay. Uh, he has a lot of medical issues. Okay. Um, I was I was just thinking about you know English teacher is a very you know what you would call like middle of the road traditional American job. And he was a mechanic. And before he was a mecha- then, right. So and then <laughs> absolutely middle of the road traditional. So I'm 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 just tying the music that they listen to and their work and then thinking about you and your tastes and I could yeah. see why it would be uh, like off for them. Um, well, and it's it's wonderful because they never judge me for oh, sure. for liking things different or yeah. but but sometimes it's like we're not the same people and it's it's cool too because it's like they just built a completely different human. Did you ever get them to like a song that was at first weird? I don't. I don't think I ever achieved that. <laughs> uh, they're they're people with their own tastes. I think for the most part, they'll they'll listen to my music, mm. and some of it they'll like not hate. But <laughs> but they're always gonna love their own stuff. You know, th- my parents are older. Um, my dad's in his sixties. My mom's in her fifties. Um, I think they're they're set in their ways. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. So, do you um, you know. This is this is car trip type music, road trip type music, because it's a regular trip for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you had to pick, let's say, an album and go on a road trip, what you grab? What would you grab? Like you got a you know a mm-hmm. CD player, no data, and one CD. I think I would just have to go with like middle of the road. I would pick um, here. Let me. Oh, I mean for you. For me, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because even. I'm the type of person where I get a song stuck in my brain and I listen to it on loop for days. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that will drive me insane. Um, I would probably pick Taylor Swift Speak Now. Okay. Because it, it's, it's just an old one. I think it's you have to settle into the classics when you're oh, on a road trip. Into the classics. It was, it was a classic for Taylor me. That one Taylor Swift album. Yeah. Well, it's one of her first. She was it, still yes, a baby. It's true. Um, when was the last time, if ever, that you bought music that had a physical form? Uh, hmm. I don't think I ever have. Ooh. Yeah, no. I, I just I, – I pay for the family Spotify subscription, <laughs> <laughs> um, which uh, $17 a month. All uh, right. So I, I definitely have pushed family – my family into into like having music. But um, again, that's, that's in the cloud. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any physical music. Okay. Um, what is the last concert you went to before concerts started getting harder to go to? Although that's starting to lighten up a lot, but I think it was Hobo Johnson. Love, I I know who that is, but I every time I hear the name, I just love the name Hobo Johnson. It's it's a great it's name. A name. Um, it's it was a great concert. Um, when was that? That was my freshman year, so that was I think twenty twenty. Um, before the pandemic, yeah. but but right, getting close. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in Orlando, I believe. Is that the first, furthest you've ever gone to see somebody? Yeah. What is the biggest act you've seen live? Like who's the kind of most mainstream concert? Probably Hobo Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess some people would say that maybe Grandson or, or Oliver Tree are more mainstream. No. Uh, <laughs> never mind then. Um then yeah, that's the most mainstream. Um, do you like uh, stage musicals? Yes, I love musicals. Uh, what's um, a standout musical for you? Hmm. Um, lately, I've been really into listening to the Heather's soundtrack. Oh yeah, okay. I, I always forget that there's a play of the Heather's. Yes, yeah. and it's it's good. Yeah. Um, it, I like the the song where um, 
oh, I forget his name, the the love interest, he, who's also the villain, blows himself up. <laughs> it's probably the best song. Jason Dean. Jason Dean. Jason Dean. Yeah. What's your damage, Heather? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's a good, I have never seen it. I don't know if I've seen any musicals in person. Have you seen the movie? Do you, do you yes, 80s absolutely. film? Okay. A great movie. Um, ooh, okay. So uh, of the musicals you've seen, what would you like to see on like live on stage? I want to see all of them. Which uh, one if you had to pick one? Oh, if I had to pick one. Tough. If you had to choose, which is a song from the musical Hamilton. <laughs> uh, I, I would not see Hamilton. If you had um, to choose. I think I, I definitely would if I could, but it's not my number one. Lately, I've been really Hades Town. I would, I would Hades watch Town. Hades Town. What is Hades Town about? Okay, here I'll, I'll pull up the little yeah. descriptor. So it's a musical retelling of the mythical quest of Orpheus to overcome Hades and regain the favor of his one true love, Eurydice. Right, you know on. the myth of Eurydice and when I think of Hades, I think of Persephone. Well, she's in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Orpheus. Okay, so it's, oh, it's, I know my Greek myths pretty decently. I love I, my Greek myths. Go. Um, yeah. So fell in love he's a musician they're happily married yes. um she gets murdered in a field yes. uh he's like i can't live without her so he goes to the underworld <sighs> yeah. and he says can i please have her back um and Hades says oh, okay yeah you can have her back if you can walk all the way to the top without turning around yeah and he turns around yeah he turns around at the end yeah it's where she has to fall fo- she follows him right he holds yes. her hand yep and then he walks and he walks and he and had to and he, he gets to the he light. gets to the light and turns around but she hadn't come out of the cave yet and, well, you whichever, could tell it yeah. like that, or you could tell it That's like, I've heard it. like he didn't have faith. He was so right. sure she was gone and questioned himself the whole time. What about movie musicals, uh, you know, animated or otherwise, you know? Hmm. I, like I said, I don't watch a ton of movies. That's fair. Um, I mean, I was really into Ariel as a kid. Um, oh, no. The Little Mermaid. Well, yeah, it was my ba- my Ariel. Ba- <laughs> um, I'm, I l- cannot think of the last time I even watched a movie. Um I definitely, I went to a movie over spring break. I'm struggling to remember what it was. That's okay. <laughs> Probably not a musical you would remember. No, it wasn't. So considering considering that you don't have like deep movie roots, film roots, mm-hmm. um, are there any soundtracks from film that stuck with you? Like, a, like you know, a, a theme song from a movie or anything like that? Or is that just like way out of... Out of the zone. I'm a, like the score. I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah, like the I score. don't. I don't listen to a lot. Well, obviously, like if I ever hear the Titanic score, I'm gonna recognize yeah, it. Sure. Um, oh, okay. Well, let's let's ask this. Um, so, considering your age, considering your proclivity for reading, um, considering the books you named, like the style of books you like, and then you're not a big film fan. So, Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That'll that rings a bell. I I definitely I recognize <laughs> that music. I haven't really been into Harry Potter as much recently. Just also, oh my God, Harry Potter's been around for so long. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of crazy. It it like, makes me feel old because I remember there was that HBO special where they had all them all come back and hang out, yes. and I was like, oh boy. But yeah, I went to um Universal um over spring break, mm-hmm. um so. I, I definitely got got my Harry Potter dose in. <laughs> um, I think that it's time to listen to your third song. Okay. Um, so I'll tell the story beforehand. Okay. Now one. I'm going to – I know that this is part of the story, but you mentioned that you do not go in for Elton John. No. But I mean I grew up listening to it because yeah. my mom really likes it. And I – it's good music. I I don't think it's what I listen to on my like walk to school. Got it. Um, but 
Okay. Yeah, I think it's it's good music. Yeah. So the story. Yeah, so the story is um so it was this spring break um when we were in Universal. So we we were staying at this hotel for a night. Um it was me, my boyfriend, my sister and two friends from high school. Uh their names were Paige and are Paige and Joe. Um staying at the hotel like we have one hotel room uh we're all sharing a bed. <laughs> Or I'll share. There, there were three beds, not one giant bed. Um, so my my friend Paige goes to UCF, so she like lives there. She knows the area, um, and it's the night before. We're it's like late, um, so we're like, oh, let's just go out for like drinks, like just the night before. Anyways, we all get in the elevator, and right as we get on, it like makes a weird noise, and we're like, oh, no big, whatever. Um, and I think. Uh, my my friend Paige was really worried. She she gets anxious, um, and we thought it was funny, and we di- all did a little jump, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a little jump, you just know, the tiniest hop. Yeah, honestly, um, and it, it's not like there were that many of us in there. And uh, <laughs> the it's elevator, an elevator. The elevator stopped. <laughs> well, wait, let's. You stopped at the elevator. Well, I think that you should be able to do a little jump in an elevator I, okay. without it breaking. Sure. Um, but I guess not. And mind you, it, it wasn't the first time it broke in that night. So we, we picked the wrong elevator to, to do a little hop in. Immediately, Paige was in a panic. Um, rightfully so. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of like, oh, it'll it'll just open in a minute. It's fine. Um, we were stuck for 45 minutes. <laughs> Um, Yeah, it's and it was a long time, especially we like couldn't reach people. The the, like button wasn't working. We were like, oh, God. And we realized pretty quickly we were like in between floors. Um, So anyways, we're definitely starting to get a little angsty. um, And everyone's kind of sitting at this point. (laughs) It's just us uh, in this elevator. And my friend Joe, who's a menace, uh, I love him to death. uh, He started singing. um, And I think it was one of those things where we were all like, well, Obviously, we have to join in. Um, And this is the song. All right. Well, let's hear it. This is Sabrina Salovitz's final song on Three Song Stories. It's your song by Elton John from his eponymous 1970 album. You didn't sing that for 45 minutes, did you? See, first, I really have to show you, I have a video of us singing it in the elevator. Hold that up to the microphone. <laughs> that's that's Joe singing. Yeah, I go. I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know if he has a career uh, in music, but um, I think he, well, it's a niche market, and he he killed it. Um, we were eventually lifted out of the elevator by a very large. <gasps> I went. I know what you meant, but when you said that, I thought you meant like through the hatch in every movie. No, they opened it, and the elevator was like halfway up, yeah. which a I was good bit of just some I, uh, hotel employees. I'm going to be honest with you. I know for a fact that if I was stuck in an elevator with my wife, they would have to move the elevator to get her out of it. She because wouldn't. she wouldn't she she would die before she climbed between floors on an elevator. Well it was she nice wouldn't. this man just carried us. No, but I mean if they said like, oh it's fine, crawl between or you know, like go between the floors. Oh. Like she'd be like, No, like it's gonna move. She's No, sure. that was she absolutely my fear. And when we were stuck in there at probably like the thirty minute mark, um, my sister tried to like pry the doors open to see like where yeah. we were and I was like, Don't you dare <laughs> I'm going to cry. Uh, <laughs> having never been stuck in an elevator, what ended up ha- – I mean, the phone didn't work. Were you guys like on your phones? <laughs> My, like, how, uh, did, how did you guys 
a Joe had the app for the hotel like help service. Oh, okay. um, so he messaged. He was like, "We are stuck in the elevator." Um, I think it was meant to be like, "Can we get some more towels?" Sure, but, room service. Yeah, cheesecakes, elevator. Um, and finally, they saw that, but they they weren't getting our calls. And we got a room comp for the night, so that was nice. That seems appropriate. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just glad to be out of the elevator. Do you listen to that song? Not really, really? but um, now I definitely know whenever I hear it, I'll think of, um, you know, claustrophobia. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We're going to rotate into the speed round. Okay. So uh, do you karaoke? Have you karaoke? I have karaoke. I'm not good at it. If you had to karaoke right now, um, what song would you sing? Uh, right now, um, oh my god, uh, I would panic and cry. Uh, I don't know that one. I would probably a Taylor Swift song. I know them. Um, We're not gonna make you sing a Taylor Swift song. But yeah, thank God. What one? What one would you sing? Because you know all the words. I don't know if I know all the words. There's a correct anything. answer to this, by the way. Speak now. No. Oh, is that the album? Revenge. No. Shake it off because when you're singing karaoke, oh. the goal is just to just sing whatever everyone's going to sing along with you. True, true, true. My my boyfriend tells me I'm tone deaf. Um, he still he says, "Oh, I love hearing you sing. You're tone deaf." <laughs> um, so does he play? Yeah, he music? was a band kid. Oh, uh, yeah. So he he me likes too. to play the ukulele. I'm like, oh God, help me. Um, but he can actually sing. So um, it's nice to be supported, but I I shouldn't be heard. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you were a pro wrestler, mm-hmm. what would your walk-on music be? Probably uh, Oliver Tree song. I think that's a Which good one? hype music. Which one? I could do Enemy. All right. I'd probably be something gothic. I would want to be like the um, Vampire Maiden. Vampire Maiden. Absolutely. Love it. Uh, if you had a bartender friend and they were going to design a drink inspired by you, mm-hmm. what would they put in that? Cherries. Um, for alcohol, what would they put? If if so, you don't. Have I'm to be. not a huge drinker, yeah. but I've had rum and it was horrible. So <laughs> I feel like maybe uh, rum and coke and cherries. Cherry coke, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, what would now you have to name it? Okay. Um, teenage witch. Ooh, I get I get that a lot. Right on. Sabrina the teenage witch. So, oh, right. Okay, that's fair. Um. If you had to guess, what song do you think you've listened to the most times in your life? So um, there was a period where I think I just over and over and over again listened to Over the Rainbow, um, which is the Muppet song, but it was um, a cover by Wait. Sleeping at Last. Wait. Do you Hold on a second. Oh, the Rainbow I, Connection? The Rainbow yeah. Connection. My bad. I'll let you. Let's go. Let's, song. We'll, we'll back that up. Uh, okay. There was a period yeah. in my life um, where over and over again I listened to Rainbow Connection, which is a Muppet song, but mm-hmm. it was a cover by Sleeping at Last. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I probably listened to it a thousand times. So I bet that's up there. Isn't there – I feel like there's uh, – Elton John did that once. It's it's a very popular song yeah. to do cover of. Um, like with Kermit. With Kermit. Uh, let's see. I've told people I love that song before, and they've been like, you listen to Muppet music in your free time? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Yes, so? <laughs> what? It's, it's, well, well, Jared really loves um, the the newer, which which is the one where they like, save the- they I like save the old the, and new. That's fair. No, I meant that movie, though, the newest oh, one, where right. they just save the- Muppets Most Wanted and just the Muppets, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I missed that one. I'll have to go back and check it out. I don't um, think he did- uh, Oh, he sang- but He was on the show, and he sang- don't go break my I heart. I see with that. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh man, so good. Um, okay, what song do you wish you could hear again for the first time? Ooh, that's a good one. Thanks. Probably Hallucinogenics by Matt Mason. It was like his first song that I ever fell in love with. I remember just hearing it and being like, okay. You know when you, you hear something and you're like, I realize that I'm going to be obsessed with this for a while. Um, and it's like a nice feeling because it's like, oh, well, now I know how I'll be spending my time. It was that feeling. It's like uh, finding a new food that you like. Yes, where you just like you experience it and you're like, okay, yep, this is yeah, a part they, of my personality they now. They make this? <laughs> um, is there any kind, uh, any song that when you hear it, you actually will avoid listening to it for a similar reason as this, you know, these stories? Does it bring something up that you just nope. don't like? Oh, God. I mean, there definitely is. Like your friend Paige might avoid your song that <laughs> yeah. way, right? Yeah, she, she might be a little scarred. I like that this song that you're looking for might be on your phone. Yeah, well, I, you would... it's one of those things where like you can't take it out of your liked playlist, mm-hmm, but it, mm-hmm. it makes you sad. Hmm. Okay, All I Want by Codaline just reminds me of being very sad. I still listen to it because it's a good song and it makes me feel things. <laughs> um, but I hear it and I'm like, oh, God, I was I was very unhappy when I first heard this song. Was it the circumstances around it when you, and you just happened to hear it? Or is it a song you listen to when you don't I think feel... it was just a point in my life where I was just like lonely. Um, and that's the Codaline's music is like lonely people music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of made me feel like scene but also like now when i listen to it i'm like because i i have amazing friends and family and and people in my life now and it makes me sad for for the person i was when i first was Mm, into it mm -hmm. if you could broadcast any song into the head of everybody in the world simultaneously what would you send oh that's a tough one okay let me see oh my god well i think it would probably have to be a mitski song I've been obsessed with Liquid Smooth lately. Um, It's one of her songs. Uh, I just think it's like, oh, it's an amazing song. So yeah, I would definitely broadcast that one. Um, Are there any albums that if you listen to a song from it, you're just going to listen to the rest of that album today? Like that's what we're doing now. Hmm. I I do that with um, Oliver Tree. I'll just be like, okay, let's listen to all of his music. If you could only listen to one album over and over for the rest of your life, what album would you grab? Um, oh, I would cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I it would probably be um, a Mitski album. Uh, I'm I love like kind of intense music, but sometimes I, I get overstimulated, uh, and I think Mitski is a good combination of intense but um, like like peaceful and slow. Um, you know, she's she's singing at you, she's not yelling at you. So, which one would it be? Um, let me remember what it's called. I'm bad with names. If you can't tell. Oh, that's okay. Oh, this is tough. Puberty 2. That's a good name for an album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a fourth song that almost made it that you had to leave on the chopping block? Oh, yeah. Well, I had a lot of fourth songs. What was the um, last one to get eliminated? Let me... I, I took screenshots. Journalist. <laughs> She's got notes prepared. Um, I was going to do a Rex Orange County song. Which one? Uh, Best Friend. Um, it was one of those songs, those few songs that my dad was like, this is good. What's the mini story? Um, I think we were driving to my Nana's house and I played it. Um, and he was like, oh, I, I like that song. Can you add it on my Spotify? And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Influencing your parents' music is difficult. It's a rush. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. What would your 14 year old self think of 
Sabrina today? Uh, so I think I think I would be proud of myself. I'm the type of person where I, I set goals for myself and I meet them. So when I went into high school, I said I'm going to be um, – I wanted to take as many AP classes as possible. Uh, I wanted to go to college. <laughs> I wanted to get – Even at 14, undergrad. like you knew – Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, my mom has her master's. Got it. So I've always known like I want to get to her level if not beyond. I wanted to you know, have good friends and be able to have fun. I, I was kind of a shy kid. But it was also like I was like defensive about it. <laughs> so um, now I have like amazing friends who I talk to every day and, and that's kind of a rush. So yeah, you know, I, I kept reading uh, and I got into makeup and I, I think I wear pretty cool clothes. So I think if 14-year-old me ran into me, I would be a little freaked out, but I would be I would be happy. If you could tell her something, what would you tell her? I would tell her not to be so closed off. I think I was so afraid of people hurting me uh, when I was younger that I, like, didn't give anyone a chance. Um, and I started giving people chances, and I'm really glad. So you're off to do your post-grad work. What kind of journalism do you foresee in your future? So I love politics. Um, and I love them because they're terrible and because they're heartbreaking and because they're real. I grew up lower middle class. My dad has chronic health issues. We were getting immense <laughs> medical bills in the mail. My mom's a teacher, um, and obviously no one's no one's kind to teachers. Um, I can remember being like anxious in the grocery store, um, and and we lost our house in the housing recession. That's that's why we moved to Florida. Um, and I can remember feeling like I don't have any power in this world, and I think the power that you have is in your voice. And I was an activist in high school and I enjoyed, you know, sharing my voice. But I was like, I don't know. I think it's so important to give other people a platform to share theirs. Um, and that's what I love doing, talking to real people and and getting getting to the, like and there's not always a solution to every story. I, I wrote a piece recently about uh, at the start of this semester about um, a sign ordinance law in um, Punta Gorda. Oh, hey, I brought I brought the yes. lead in for that. Yes, yeah. and uh, I got to write it. And it's one of those things where it's like a one side, you know, on the right, people were like, it's unconstitutional. They should get rid of it. It's horrible. And on the left, they said it's keeping our community safe. And that's what I love about politics is that there are such strong feelings about things you wouldn't really think about. Also, I, I want to write about things that really affect people, you know the health industry um, and the education industry and just real life. Uh, I love talking to people. I think that's what it comes down to. Um, so as long as I get to do that, I think I'll be happy. Awesome. All right. Well, it's time for you to recommend three people that you're committing to share the podcast with who you also think will be good guests for us in the future. Um, so, you know, you're going to put this in their hands and hopefully we hear back from them. Okay, so my first one I feel extremely strongly about. You need to speak to this woman. Her name's Nina Mendez. I met her my freshman year. Um, she's just one of those people who you're like, oh, they're incredible. She's 4'11", just tiny, <laughs> not five feet tall, buff, so strong. She lifts me off my feet, um, bald, gauges, tattoos, pure sweetness. I know Nina. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't she wonderful? Yeah. She's one of my absolute best friends like i i would be nothing without her you said her name and jared started nodding yep yeah. yep she's like you meet her and you're like 
she works with grieving children. Um, she she does nonprofit work. Um, she's a journalism major. Um, and honestly, you just need to speak to this woman. Okay. Uh, my number two is my sports editor at Eagle News. His name is Nicholas Aslin. I actually went to elementary school, middle and high school, and now he's back at FGCU. So we are going to school once again. Uh, and he's just a sweetheart. He loves NASCAR and sports. We have nothing in common, mm-hmm. but I can still talk to him for hours. He's wonderful. Sounds fun. My third is Michael Walcher, um, who, uh, you know, I yeah. think everyone knows him. Um, he's a professor here at FGCU, journalism professor. He was, again, I had him my freshman year. Uh, he's a tough guy. I think a lot of people are afraid of him, but he's <laughs> really just a sweetheart. Um, and he's uh, in charge of Democracy Watch. He's he's our uh, valiant leader. Uh, and just a really interesting dude. I think you should hear more about his life. All right. So those are my three. Thank you, Sabrina. Uh, do you have any final thoughts about this whole thing? Okay, so I'm very excited that uh, a lot of people I know are going to listen to this because I told them about it and they said, oh, I can't wait to hear. Um, also afraid they're going to think I'm just horribly boring. And I just want to end. I think it's super <laughs> important, you know, Um that I have fun. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> have fun. It was a good time. It was a good time. I appreciate you coming in, uh, talking about all this stuff with us, and exposing uh, me at least to a, there's got to be at least a half dozen bands in here that, that I'm going to now go listen to. A bunch oh, of, so. I hope you do. Yeah. They're great. We make three song stories in the studios of WGCU Public Radio on the campus of Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers, Florida. Mike Canary is our co creator and host. Richard Chinqui is co-creator, producer, and host. Tara Calligan is our online content producer and host. Audio production is by Jared the Intern Gonzalez, and Chris Duffus is our executive producer. Our theme song was created by Dave 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 Cowan and Stick Martin at Monkey House Studio in St. Pete. For my parting tune this week, we're going all the way back to our first year. Thinking about Sabrina's journey into journalism has me thinking back to episode 16 with now-retired veteran reporter for WGCU, Valerie Alker. So, uh, so we played mostly stuff from the classical repertoire going into the, um, the bumper music, going into the newscast to pad it out to make it measle. So anyway, the first time I heard Paco Bell's Canon, which, you know, probably other people were more familiar with, but I wasn't. Um, yeah, yeah. I was, I had on headphones. I was sitting in a soundproof booth like this and I, I heard it and I just, I loved it. It was so pretty that I cranked up my headphones and closed my eyes. <laughs> Which caused a screaming attack from me because I was supposed to have, you know. Yeah, you were supposed to be on point. Yes. <laughs> you were supposed and to be drifting off to the music. <laughs> I know, I was. I was drifting off to the music. And, oh, this is so pretty and, and melodic and isn't this nice? And uh, I completely forgot about, I'm Valerie, you know, and this is the news. <laughs> <laughs> Keep listening. Next time on Three Song Stories. And I was like, I want to watch anime! (laughs) I want to listen to music!